Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on, talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on from the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college hoops do it all day, college football, we know who's number one, understand, on the phones, you know we get it done, so call in 718-664-9098 and we'll give you more. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show you're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I am Tay Eric Taylor, and it is Monday, woo, the 13th of June. Let's talk some sports. Give us a call, 718-664-9098. Like always, tweet at us, YouTube, iTunes, everything, Ray and Tay today. You want to email us? It's Ray and Tay today at gmail.com. You want to check out our website? It's rantaytoday.com. Come on, we, we got you We're on Instagram, too. We got some cool photos. So uh, check us out. Ray, busy show. We got a champ to talk about, maybe another champ tonight, a champion horse. But our hearts have got to go out to Orlando and the shooting at the Pulse nightclub. I guess now the largest shooting on American soil in American history, 53 injured, 50 dead. I don't know if those numbers are going to add up or change or switch. It doesn't matter. We have got to do better. We've got to change. And we can't be so numb that, look, things should have changed after Connecticut, right? But it, I feel well, like... what did I tell you? I told no, you I know, nothing's going to change. It's, it's, it's no, a harsh reality. It's, it's terrible. But humanity has got to shift. Because at the end of the day, an AR-15 should not be in the hands of anybody unless you're DEA, maybe the cops, maybe not, FBI or military. It should not be in the hands of a Joe Blow that can just get it from anywhere, even if he was working in security. I don't care. It, it's, it's absurd. And it's just sad. And, and, and for it to be sort of really a hate crime and terrorism and everything, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's, it's just, it's disgusting and it's so sad. So our hearts and prayers go out to them. We do the show with heavy hearts and, and hope for just better and a little break. As Ray always says, sports is just a break. It's not real. It is real when you got an NBA finals on the line, but it's not real when you're talking about tragedy. So Ray, your thoughts. I mean, I know it's the same, but yeah. I wonder which which one of these is going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. And like you said, things change. I heard something on the news today that was interesting. He said uh, it was Pat Kiernan in New York One. You know, how I like my New York One. Uh, I miss New York One. Don't even get me emotional. <laughs> <laughs> and he said something interesting. He said, look, there's a lot of things you can't control, like mental illness you can't control, hatred you can't control. Uh, so there's certain things that are out of your control as a society, as lawmakers, but you can control who has access to what weapons. And like you said, weapons of mass destruction, like WMD, right, those can be regulated, and not everybody needs to have this. And it's look, you won't stop everybody. But you know what? If you walk in with a pistol, it's a little different than if you walk in with a machine gun. You know, you're going to do less damage. So there are certain things that we can control, and it's about time that we started, uh, you know, working for the safety of everybody. There's other issues too, right? There's mental illness issues. There's hatred. There's there's uh, you know, all kinds of other issues out there. But let's focus on what we can control. Anyway, let, let's talk about sports. We 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 said enough. Let's uh, let's yeah. give people a break from reality exactly. Exactly. and talk about. Well, sports. listen. You want to have some fun. You gotta. I gotta. We all gotta. Even after last year having a triple crown, anybody's gotta like a photo finish at the Belmont Stakes. You talk about too close to call. Creator on the outside wins by like a a, a horse uh, nostril. No, a nostril. <laughs> I mean, that's great. And you know what? You know, you exaggerated. You know, wasn't you know wasn't too far off, but you know, didn't get to get a second out of the three. But 
props to Creator and props to the Belmont Stakes. You said you've been there. You said it's fantastically done and everything. And, you know, it's just good for horse racing fans. And I think to have that type of race, it's great. And, look, Creator was around in all three races. So, you know, didn't get to win but was around. So, to finally break through, get a win. I think they won in the Arkansas Derby. So, uh, you know, Bobby Flay bought into the horse recently. So, ah. you know, he's got a little Food Network flavor right there. Nothing wrong with that. No, like especially that. if you're going to make a million and a half bucks for winning the race. Just don't cook the horse. Just yeah, don't exactly. cook the horse. You put out the stud, you get some stud fees. You know, it's a no. good investment. I don't want no horse burgers now. Let's not, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we leave that alone, and we and we get to you know some of the other things before we get to the NBA, because we're gonna get there. We we gotta give some love to the to the Stanley Cup and a good playoff, not a great final, um, not a great playoff. I think last year's Stanley Cup playoffs was amazing, and and the final and everything. And I think you could say that about the NBA. All the NBA's had moments, but all these blowouts, whatever. But not the best playoffs for NHL and NBA in total, in my opinion. You know, you could say what you think. But we both picked the Penguins, and I'm just happy that they got it done. It's great for Pittsburgh. It's great for sports. And I just think it's really cool. Sid the Kid, ah, I don't know if you want to give him the cons, you know, Smythe or whatever. Could have been Murray, could have been Kessler. What do you think? Who, who do you think should have got it? And what were your thoughts about just how it all went down in an exciting well, game? So if Murray didn't get lit up, he probably would have won it. But yeah. I think they gave it for sentimental reasons. Look, Sid the Kid's still the best player in hockey, in my opinion. I mean, you can argue there's some newcomers. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, if you are if you want one game and, and he's healthy, center, yeah. and he's yeah. healthy, you're taking Sid the Kid. But you're right. Has, wasn't a great playoffs, and Crosby is one of three guys that won the Conn Smythe Trophy who didn't score a goal in the finals. So he did it. He had a couple assists, but he did it with just his play, winning faceoffs, his presence. Uh, but you're right. This Pittsburgh team is not a great team, but they were good enough and they were consistent and they never went away and they didn't beat themselves. And this rookie Murray really proved that the hot hand in goalie is what it takes in, in hockey. And you ride He's got a bright goalie. future ahead of him too, Ray. Bright future. Yeah, for sure. So look, hockey did okay for itself. I think the finals could have been better. The playoffs, they had a few early great games, a lot of overtime games, exciting, exciting games. But you're right. If you look at it overall, h- hockey and basketball, despite having some great teams, yeah. hasn't had an outstanding playoffs this 15-16 season. Really haven't. Really haven't. It's been a little – do we have a caller or are they just listening in? I think they're just listening in. Okay. So, you know, it's just what it is. It's one of those situations, um, and it happens. But good for Pittsburgh. You know, you know the city better than me. I know it more emotionally. You know it physically being there. But it's uh, a great sports town. You know, the only thing they don't have is basketball. And I still think them in Seattle should probably even get that. You know, they show that they're dedicated fans, especially in Pittsburgh. And for, you know, Sid the Kid to win his second and for the Penguins to get another one, that is outstanding. And, you know, see how it plays out next year. And, Alex grows on that list with Durant and Chris Paul and, you know, other great athletes or players that have played for a long time, Phillip Rivers, that have not won a chip, Romo. So we'll see what happens next season, you know. It's, uh, you know, we put hockey to bed. And it, since I said Rivers and those boys, we got to talk about this contract. Now, look, Von Miller, he wants, you know, they got the rings. How they, first of all, how they messed up Wade Phillips' name? Wade Peters? I mean, come on. But anyway, they got their rings, but Vaughn's still trying to get the contract. And Jess came in, right? Your boy Adam uh, Sheffy on ESPN said, uh, what is it, $103 million, $6 million, $63 million guaranteed. $63 million guaranteed six years. $103 million total, $63 million guaranteed to Fletcher Cox. That's a lot of cash. So It is. 
the salary cap's going up, but still, that's a but lot they've of got to go You know what? Letcher's not even With, close to Von Miller. He's, he's good, not, but he's but not you, great. But you know what? I feel like both sides are digging in. I mean, it's personal when – did you see this? This was, a little, this was a little crazy. So Von Miller took a picture at the White House with Peyton Manning, DeMarcus Ware. Oh, and then on Instagram he took somebody and on out. on Instagram, and, yeah, and with John Elway and, and the coach. You can't be doing And Gary Kubiak. And oh. he cut. And he delete, he cropped Elway from the photo. Like really? Are you really doing that? So you know I mean, what that tells me that is personal. Well, he said something to him in the deal and negotiations that was insulting and maybe said something like, Well, how do I know he's not gonna just get high again? <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, Hey, wait a minute, player you know, something. He won you a Super Bowl. Uh but look, you have the right to negotiate, you have the right to put your stake in the ground, and I think it got personal, and both sides, which leads me to believe there might be a franchise tender this year, and they might have to work on the contract oh, during the season. Oh, you think he's going to play on the tag? It's only $14 million, so that's not, I mean, he's... That's not that much, and not that much for a defensive end. We're only at June 13th. They still got another month. I just think it's, you know, they got to calm down. I know, but look, it's real deadline. personal right now. I know, but Ray, deadlines, look, they went down with Demarius Thomas to the last year, July 14th, and got it done the last day. So it, it, it's, we'll see. We'll see. But Fletcher, happy for him. He gets his money. But it just tells you if he's getting 63 guaranteed and they were offering uh, Miller in the 50s, you got you to gotta move on up. <laughs> Because he wants close to 70 like Sue, you know. He wants that Wu-Tang money. <laughs> so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that, now that, how that plays out, play. I, uh, that's, that's fascinating. So, are you into this uh, soccer at all, the Europa or anything? I mean. Yeah, it's two different tournaments that have the world, basically most of the world engaged in these tournaments. Yeah. So. You got Copa America in the quarterfinals, and the biggest surprise there, Brazil didn't even qualify. They played terribly. They didn't even qualify for the quarters. Uh, Argentina still looks like the favorite. Um, Mexico looks pretty good. The U.S. advances to the quarters, so that should be interesting next uh, couple weeks. I think that finishes up June 26th. And well, your boy, Friday, Jurgen Klinsmann, he needs that, right? The coach, he's like uh, on the hot seat, so that's good. Yeah, Jurgen Klinsmann, he, he's uh, <laughs> he's got a lot of people that don't like him, so I know. he's got to win some games here, and then you know it all leads up to the to the World Cup in two years. So this is kind of uh, you know getting your team right for the World Cup, and then a tournament that's almost as big as the World Cup, especially in Europe, is yeah. the UEFA, yeah. the Euro. And France is the home team. They're the favorite. But there's a couple other teams barking down, the, you know, chasing them from behind. Now, you can never rule out the Spanish. They won in 8 and 12. They won the Euro, and then obviously they won the World Cup uh, in 10. And yeah. the Germans are the defending World Cup champions, so they'll they'll be there. Uh, so there's some competition. The favorite, but I, I think they're going to take France down. Even though France is at home or whatever, they're just a host. That doesn't mean they're going to win it. The no, Germans but they've fun. got a good team. They play D. They can attack. They, they're, they're the favorites uh, for a reason, not just because of the home team. Uh, but we'll see. That goes for another month, right? That goes till mid-July. So we got a lot of uh, European soccer to watch. But well, it's good. It's yeah. Getting people no, no, I, I, I found myself almost watching Poland against Northern Ireland, and then I was like, ah. uh, "Well, the Polish have this twenty-two-year-old kid that's really good." No, I, no. I said, "No, but I got to go to pool with this." <laughs> so, listen, it's time we got to talk about Game Four, and then we'll go forward to Game Five. When let's let's do this. Let's start with the suspension. Draymond's not playing tonight. Draymond Green is suspended because of the bigger foul points. And in looking at the game, let's get to right, the you're breaking up. You're breaking up. I'm breaking up. Okay. Yeah. Can you hear me good now? A little bit better, yeah. Okay. So 
I guess my main question is did No, Ron... you're still breaking up. You're breaking up. Wow, okay. I don't know what's going on here. Let me see. Well, I can fix it in a heartbeat. Let me uh, follow on the other one. But I, I, I guess if you can hear me, LeBron had weakest 25-13-9 I ever saw. How did you feel about his game and his effort in game four? Well, it's it's funny that you say that because if you look at the box score, somebody scores 25-13-9 with a couple of steals and, a, and, and three blocks, you'd say that that was an unbelievable game that LeBron put up. Six of his points were in garbage time, so that gets him under 25, under 20 for that matter. And when it comes to LeBron, I guess the blessing and the curse of it is that he's so good that you hold him to a different standard. And when LeBron is on the court, 25-13-9, which would be a career game for anybody, it's all about his impact on the game. And you could argue that in the fourth quarter, like has happened before in his career, he faded. And he was tentative to shoot all game, but in particular in the fourth quarter. But in between the shots, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he he was penetrating and then either passing or not even shooting. Like he didn't know what he wanted to do. You know, it is indecision that is hard to swallow because in game three, he was dominant and Kyrie was dominant and they put it on the Warriors and the Warriors didn't make huge adjustments. So the Warriors pretty much played their game, changed rotation a little bit. But it's not like they went from, you know, man-to-man to zone defense. They didn't change that much. They, they did a little switching. They did some minor, uh, uh, you know, changes on the pick-and-roll coverage. But ultimately, it feels like LeBron lost his confidence overnight. And that's a little worrisome for arguably the best player in the game, one of the top five or ten players of all time. This really can't happen. And, you know, there was a big debate about Kyrie. Did he shoot too much? Was he not aggressive? Was he too aggressive? He, was, and, he is what he needs to be, a scoring point guard. Yeah. And I blame it on LeBron. There. We got a little reverb going on. Yeah. I'm trying so, to see how I can figure that out. But still, you got to blame that on LeBron. Rajon Wando said that today. LeBron's got to get the ball to JR. LeBron's got to be the passer. That's who he is. Kyrie's a scoring guard. True, and I think Mike Wilbon ripped into him a little too much. You know, I, I almost look at it like as Nick fans, like John Starks. Uh, yeah, John Starks went one for whatever that was, one for 18, two for 18 in that game seven finals in 94 against the Houston Rockets. But you know what? He's the only one that wanted to shoot the ball. You're right. So I'd rather have the guy that goes down swinging than the analogy in baseball than the guy that leaves the ball, you know, the bat on his shoulders and watches strike three. So Carlos Beltran, for example, always gets knocked for that in 07 with the Mets against the Cardinals, uh, or 06, sorry. So it's tough. It's tough. Uh, LeBron, what does he do? To me, he needs to foul out. You know, get offensive fouls and foul out of the game if you have to. But, I mean, you don't want him to foul out. But the point is, you got to be aggressive. If you don't oh, he needs to foul the other guys out by taking it to the basket. With no Draymond so Green, If his fear is that he's going to draw too many offensive fouls, well, then you live with it. You, you just plow some people over. You'll get most of the calls because you're LeBron James. Your team will get energized. You'll show – the way you'll show aggression and people will fall in line behind you especially on the road so LeBron needs to be much more aggressive I mean I'm all about getting everybody involved and I don't think you know they can win without Kevin Love having a big performance JR having a big performance and Tristan killing it on the boards but right I tell you they won't win if LeBron is as passive as he was in game four no, yeah, that's, that's 100%. Even without Draymond right. Green. Even no, no, without Draymond Green. You're totally right. But listen, let me ask you this. 
it still comes down to one they're sla- they're they're sagging back off of him and he's got to take the jumper and nail it. He's not confident in his shot, which is why and I say this right every time I said I you know it, it didn't happen to Isaiah to Iverson to Jordan Kobe Bird Barkley. I've never seen a great superstar fumble the ball and just like in midair like the DC sniper shot him just like like just drop the ball and or, or get a shot blocked as strong as he is going to the hole. It happens at least three times a game. And for him to have seven turnovers, I mean, he almost had a quadruple, quadruple double and one of them being in the negative because he's very He's too indecisive. It's wishy-washiness, but his sloppiness. Now, look, it's amazing for it to be 6'8 six, 6'9", 260, and to have the handle that he does. But maybe sometimes it's almost too much. Not saying I want him to shoot threes. He's got to penetrate because his handle's good enough. But he's got to watch the traffic. And so that's why I still call for Tim Ofe-Mozgov, or even if it's with Kyrie, but it's better with the big guy, right, for the high you know, pick and roll, screen and roll, because LeBron needs that lane to be wide open. And too many times you got Tristan Thompson parked in there, Ray, and LeBron cannot go to the hole without those guys just clogging it up. So, I mean, first of all, there's no motion in offense. There's so many times where you watch the Warriors defenders, and they're one of the best defensive teams I've ever seen, and you've always said this, but they don't even move. They're staying with their five guys, almost playing a, a zone, crunching in for the penetrators because there's no cutting, there's no passing, and it's the worst offense ever. I mean, they've got to get back to game three and get back to game, what, seven or whatever against Toronto. They've got to cut. They've got to share the ball. But it's all about being aggressive. And I know Kyrie will be tonight, and I pray LeBron will be tonight. I, look, I, I, we've talked off air. I think it's very hard for them to win without Draymond Green. I think the NBA kind of did this more for – extending the series, advertisers, and money than anything else. Because when LeBron stepped over him, I don't care if he called him a B.I. or whatever Draymond might have said, but LeBron stepped over him, then he swung. He didn't really hit him. He kind of like, you know, grazed him or whatever. But still, it's the appearance of it and that they let him slide before. And he was at the points, and so I get it. They could have put it as a technical. Both of them should have got double text. Shouldn't have been a flagrant one. So Draymond should be playing tonight. I think it's foolish. How do you see that situation? You know, it's hard. I, I think you have to think about it like you have to put it in the context. So if you go by the strict letter of the law, then, yeah, it probably is a flagrant and he probably does get suspended. But I liken it to the rule of you can't come off the bench and join a fight. So if a guy takes a step on the court, He's technically in violation. But if he's not in the mix throwing haymakers, then what are we doing here? You know, I think you have to have almost uh, the overarching idea of what's best for the game. And suspending him is not best for the game. So I don't think he should be suspended. I think the NBA went overboard a little bit on that. Um, yeah, he did that have Adam, Is that Adam Silver or is that our boy Kiki? Who 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 do you think really well, made that Well, Kiki's the fall guy, but I got to believe that's an Adam Silver decision. <laughs> I mean, Adam Silver's not letting Kiki Vandaway make that decision on his own. With all <laughs> uh, and, you know, we love Kiki. We love some Kiki. Back from Denver days, UCLA yeah. days, but Denver yeah. and, and uh, you know, ending his career with the Knicks. No, he's not making that decision on his own. He's calling Adam, calling Adam and like, Adam, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think? Or, or better yet, Adam's telling him, this is what you need to do, Kiki. Yeah, this um, is what you need to do, Kiki. But you um, know what? I, I have a hard time with the decision, but it's made. Draymond's going to be next door hanging out at the Oakland Coliseum in a little viewing party with his uh, with the rest of his people in Oakland. But... I think I have a suspicion, in fact, that, you know, just like the Cavs got fired up and for one game played out of their minds, I have a feeling, I have a feeling that these Golden State Warriors feel disrespected and feel like their guy, you know, as much as Steph Curry is their leader by performance and Klay Thompson might be the leader 
because on both sides of the court, you know, he takes on the maybe the biggest challenge. Draymond Green is their vocal leader. Draymond Green is their oh, you know, they'll wrap him up before leader. the game because he's he's there up until two hours and then he has to leave before yeah, the game. Yeah, and I so think he's, that he's they're going to be emotionally charged, and this game is in Oakland. And you know what? You don't want to go back to Cleveland because you remember that Cleveland put it on you in Game Three. So if you lose this one, you might lose in Cleveland. You might have to come back in Game Seven. You don't want that. Uh, so I think that they're deep enough. They have rotations, and if they concentrate on rebounding, because that's the only place that that they'll really, really get hurt. Because I think that right. you can defend Those offensive boards. Oof, yeah, could be, could be brutal. keeping them off the boards is is, is probably the biggest thing. Because you you can defend LeBron with many players, so you don't have to have only Igudala play him. You know, you can have Barnes playing for a little bit, and Igudala and even Livingston, and then maybe you can put a James Michael McAdoo. You can put a, um, you know, a... Uh, well, I think Igudala, they might him. start him tonight, so that should be fascinating. Oh, and they then, have to. Yeah, yeah, they have but, to. But the question is, do you start with RJ, or do you let Love back in for Cleveland? Because they're still debating that. I don't know if they've officially announced lineup, it yet. I'm putting Love back in. I think you need his offense because you know Golden State can score at home. I think you need – and I told you before, you know, people talked about, oh, it's a bad matchup, it's a bad series, it's bad this. You're not winning without getting 15 and 10 from Kevin Love. You need it. You yeah. can't – you can't. and Richard You've Jefferson feed is a him. great And feed him early and, and often. And he's a Ray, role totally player agree. at he's this point important. in his career. He can contribute, but he's not your third gun. Your third gun is Kevin Love, and you're not going to win without your third gun. And, and J.R. Smith's too inconsistent to be your third gun. So they have to get him in the game. Now, whether they start him or not, I would start him because you got to go down with your guy. You have to go down with Kevin Love shooting and Kevin Love being part of the part of the offense. And you know what? In the long run, LeBron and Kyrie will benefit. They'll get easier shots. They'll get a court that's more spread out. They'll get more one-on-ones. Their pick-and-roll will be more effective. I feel like they don't understand. Like, I'm I'm boggled by this because I feel like it's so basic to me. And it's like, if you got this guy and you got him and he was 26-12 and 12 in Minnesota, his best season, 24-15, and 25-15, you, 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 we know he's got talent. Now, for him to come there and to win, you needed all three guys to be the big three. It can't be a big two. It can't be a big one and two halves. And to me, it's so simple to get him going because if you get him going inside with the rebounds and some scoring, then his threes could come in the rhythm of the offense with his confidence, and then it makes him so deadly. When each one of those guys get 22-plus it's hard to beat them, and so to me, I, I, I implore them, beg them tonight, like keep it going and get. And you need the love. Where is the love? This is the question, though. Where is because the love? If they lose, this is big. If they, we're talking legacy. If they now look thirty-eight and twenty-five from Steph and Clay last game. If the Cavs lose this game without Draymond and LeBron doesn't do at least thirty, ten, and ten. And he goes to two and five. Two and five. Does that knock him out of the top ten all time? No, you, no, you to, can't get you, knocked out. Once you're in, you can't get oof. knocked out unless you're with other players. Uh, unless you're knocked out by other players, like if Carl Anthony Towns wins six championships or, or, or Anthony Davis wins you know, four or five championships. You can't, can't get knocked down from, from Ray, a bad he, finals. But who and you five. will get hammered. And you may not get knocked out, but well, you know listen, what you, you know who could be knocking him out? The guy that could be on his way to two MVPs next year, potentially a th- maybe a three-peat and a third MVP. I mean, we're talking about the building of Steph's legacy because he might drop 40 tonight. You might. That, that's, that's possible. Or what, what I think is more likely is you basically cement the ceiling above his head, above LeBron's head, that, that says that he'll never be – Michael, he'll never be Kareem, he'll never be, you know, whoever you consider above him right now, he'll never catch them. Uh, If you lose 
and go two and five in finals. The only people that were worse than you were Wilt at two and four and Jerry West at one and eight. But most people would consider you better than them anyway right now. Uh, Everybody else in your neighborhood, in your zip code, has won more championships. And, oh, yeah, Bird's got three. And if you Magic think about it, you know what's crazy is if you think about it, so so the Dallas one is the one that haunts him because yeah. if he had that one, he'd be right now, instead of being two and four, he'd be three and three. And if you think about it, he's kind of lucky to win that San Antonio one where they don't get the rebound. Ray, Ray Allen, Allen yeah. kicks it out and hits the three. Now, granted, Very San lucky. Antonio came back on a mission, so maybe and it would have been the other on. way around. The Cleveland would have been on a mission in, in 14 after losing in 13. But they're kind of lucky to win two. Yeah, so, Miami, yeah. mm, so so if you're two and five in NBA championships, now, granted, you went to six straight, but you did that's, it in the week east. That's very impressive. In that's any, very any impressive. That's very yeah. impressive. But you did it in an era where the East was very weak. And, I don't know, two and five. That's, I mean. It just sounds bad. That's not it a really good look. Does. Oh, and by the way, and by the way, last year, your excuse was no love, no Irving, and a coach, first-year coach you didn't get along with. Yeah. So now this you year, have love. Now you year, have you're the Irving. GM. You, you designed it all. Yep. Yeah, now you have Love, now you. you have Irving, now you have your coach that you like, and they're, the guy who defends you, Draymond Green, is not in the game. So if if he wins, if he loses this, another 4-1, right? They, they, they dropped 4-1 to the Spurs, then 4-2 to this Warriors team. Then if he they loses have to tonight, win tonight. They have to win tonight. Uh, He's going to get crushed. They have to win tonight. See, to me, this is getting borderline, I don't want to say embarrassing, but I will say this. They're going to be, there's going to be changes. And you don't think LeBron would leave, and you might be right in the sense that I think he could leave after a win. He cannot leave after a loss. But in his mind, he's going to say, I'm 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 coming down a notch. I'm on the other side of the back nine. You know, I think he's f- closer to 13 or 14. He's still got five, six, you know, good years left, whatever, but his skills are dropping. And I don't know if LeBron would hang on as long as Kobe, you know, to kind of just be like, oh, I still score 20 games just to be around or whatever. We'll see, but I just don't know if he would. Well, but, a couple of things. So LeBron might have a chance to, to, if he keeps scoring at this pace, might have a chance to be the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. So that might keep him going to catch Kareem. Uh, it could. It could. Or it could. the legacy issue, right? Just just constantly in pursuit of that third, fourth championship. But this is, this is the problem. He's got to either trade love to the Knicks for Anthony, trade Kyrie to the Clippers, and get – CP and Blake or CP if you trade Kyrie and Love and somebody else could you get Blake and and and, and CP um could you just get Kyrie for CP you know he's uh, CP's godfather of the kid it's his best buddy maybe you know that's the leader he needs I don't know but right now things are fading fast and I don't think they'll be better next year at Cleveland I think that they'll be a little There's bit no worse. There's no reason to think they'll be better. No, no, not at all. No, the, no reason they, they, to think. This is the best this team can be. Now, I'm going to say what I said again about the more shooters. City Thunder. They need Ooh. more shooters, yeah. uh, they, they, which is funny because they were the second-best three-point shooting team in yeah. the league. And in that Toronto series, they looked like they were, uh, you know, Jesus Shuttleworth and Lamar Monday. Everybody's Monet. going crazy, right, over Warriors 17 threes in the finals, but they had 21 in the Eastern Conference finals. So they can shoot at times. Semis, yeah, semis. But, you know, the guys they brought over, everybody, all these free agents typically have flaws, right? So they brought over Channing Fry, and, yeah, he was banging some threes in that series, but against this Warrior team, no defense you need a slow. two-way player. <laughs> And yep. you need a, a versatile player, and he, you know, has limitations. So I give David Griffin credit for, for making that move, but ultimately it catches up to him. But what I was going to say before, though, is that like Oklahoma City, 
you know, can you, the one asterisk you might put in there is this Warriors team is special. And is it a shame when you look at the, 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 the season in totality to go to the NBA Finals to have a decent run and then to lose to a team that's special. Now, Oklahoma City can say we, we, we gave them the best shot we could. We took them to seven. They were scared. They were scared of losing, and, and they made a heroic comeback. If you lose in five, though, even though this was a this was a special team, you didn't put out a special performance if you're, if you're Cleveland. You know, so that's the part that bothers me a little bit. If if you lose in seven to this Warriors team, or even you in know six, what? I mean, you just can't lose in five. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, listen, twenty-one shots for LeBron. He's got to have twenty-five shots tonight. Kyrie had twenty-eight last game. He needs to have twenty-five. But Richard Jefferson, he can't go one for two. And and Jr. Ten shots. That's fine. But you know, and Amon Shumpert. I don't know if I can play him. He's so mentally out. His defense hasn't been that great, if you want to be honest, and his offense is horrendous. But I don't know why. I'm watching the game, and I'm like, why are they kicking it out to him to shoot threes on the corner, and he hasn't had a shot all series. He can't shoot. I mean, Ray, sometimes I, I, I look at the pat, you know, like the – You know what? It might be the curse the of the Knicks. Uh, it might be the curse of the – it's like that fool's gold, right? They got Shumpert. Tim O'Fay. <laughs> too many Knicks will hurt will mess mess up your exactly. stomach. Exactly. Too many uh, Knicks will ruin your chances at winning. <laughs> oh, that's, and that's long you know, suffering Knicks fans talking and, right now. And all we ask is one in our lifetime that we can know of, right? We were too young in seventy three, so like we just real simple, like one that we can remember. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we, we Let's say memory-wise, we still got another good, uh, let's say, 30 years left, if not 35. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Um, do, I mean, I hate to say this, but if they if they lose bad, what changes does Cleveland make? Do you, I mean, do you agree with what I'm You're saying? Right. That, that they're not going to bring this. to make some roster changes because I think, to. you know what they have to do? It's almost a game of chess. Cleveland's going to blow through the Eastern Conference with any combination of players, maybe if Kevin Durant goes to – if he goes to Boston, they'll blow through it. Maybe if he goes to Washington, they might not. They, they might give a chance. If he goes to Chicago, maybe. I don't know. But other than that, you're going to blow through the Eastern Conference. You almost have to design your team so that you can beat a Western Conference team, and that Western Conference team is yeah, going to be you know, one of the big four. It's Orlando. Uh, Orlando. It's going and to be I think Oklahoma the Spurs are going to drop Florida off. State. Yeah, maybe the West is opting out. Off. Uh, we don't know if Ginobili and Duncan are retiring, but even if they play, they're, they're just role players now. The Spurs, it's, you know, so I, you I don't almost know. Have to if, say OKC and maybe the Clippers, right? So maybe Clippers, yeah. OKC, and Warriors. Warriors. Can this Cavs team beat them? And and if if that's your only goal right now, because the Eastern Conference Championship's not good enough, you, you, you should, should design your to, roster around that. You should be able to blow through the East. The East is much. What if worse I said something crazy to you that Durant and LeBron are going to play with Dwayne Wade in Miami and and Goran Dragic and Whiteside and and a somewhat healthy Bosch. <laughs> I would say that Pat Riley gets executive of the century. I, I can't see that Look. happening. Really? Right. I mean, are you just trying uh, to be uh, a basketball no, just, fan just, and see them play together? I just I know what Riley can, can do, and I know how people revere him, and he's sort of like the godfather to Don, and I know LeBron is like, I, I can't beat this team with with the guys I got. Like I, I I can't. I got a I got a Tristan Thompson who can only play one side. I got. But give him credit though. He's at least bringing no, no, the energy, been, the effort, the toughness. No, he's, he's been fantastic. He's but he still is. He's a, limited. A but he's circle in a squared world, right? Like he's, you know, he gets off into rebounds and he really can't put them back in. You know what I mean? Like so, it's like thanks, 
but I'll, 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 you know, I'll paint the wall. You know, thanks. You know, you you did a good job. You painted it, and it looks like an eight year old did it. But I'll I'll come and paint. You know what I mean? Like it's, it. I just feel like the roster itself. LeBron has gotten the most out of it, and he's getting his back is so so he can't carry these guys anymore. And I would even say they wouldn't breeze through the Eastern Conference next year. It's getting it's getting harder, Ray. It's going to get harder. Toronto, Washington, whoever, Charlotte, these teams are only going to continue to get better. Draft picks, trades, you know, I don't yeah, know what else. Sixers regular move Okafor season, somewhere and he becomes a scorer for some in team. In the regular season and in the playoffs, you still have Love and Irving. I just I just really think that this, this West is where, is where you're it's falling short. It's his downfall. No, you're right. And so, to me, if you can't get guys to come to Cleveland because they're way over the cap, I, I would say that he can't leave because he'd be the villain of all villains. But give me a score tonight because we got to wrap up the show with our segment, You're Not Ready, talk some more hoops and some, some baseball. we got to talk a little baseball too. So what happens tonight, Ray? Game five, is it over? Is my, is my son who's wearing his Kyrie jersey today had to tweet at Kyrie, is young William going to be sad tonight? I hate to say it. But as you know, he was already had his heart broken after Camp Newton and, and the Super Bowl. I mean, come on, I the kid needs a break. It, but <laughs> yes, I believe he will be a devastated young fellow. Who is it? Harrison? Is it Iguodala? Who? What's your What's your proof that they win without Draymond? Without the size, the versatility, the emotion. You know what it is. It's everything. It's playing it's at the Oracle. Players. It's yeah. playing. It's getting a little something from Leandro Barbosa. Uh, it's getting a little something uh, from Harrison Barnes. It's getting a little extra from a little extra from last year's MVP. Remember, Andre? I'm starting to agree with you and Oren, and it's making me upset. I want to go against you and Oren so badly. Oren was talking that smack. He's supposed to call. He's like, "Oh, they're going down." Eric Taylor, you crazy? <laughs> I, I really do. I think they go down. I think I think Give me a score. midway through the third quarter, Cleveland just hits the wall and those threes and they pull away. Uh, I got one oh three ninety two Golden oh, State yeah. Warriors back to back titles. Right. Steph Curry puts in thirty five. Oh gosh. You're hurting my, my insides. Once again, I'm going to have to raise my voice on this show because I believe in Kyrie. I'm going out on a bag on a ledge, and Kyrie drops 35. LeBron wakes up enough to get at least 30, 9-9, and the Cleveland Cavaliers on the road continue the series. Now, they might lose game six in their own building, but they are fighting for one more. I mean, I, I'm like, take it to Father's Day. Let me have a Father's Day with a Game 7 in the NBA Finals. You can't ask for more than that when you're a dad. Get your kids around, and we're watching the hoops, kids. But I tell you, tonight, I just think Kyrie and LeBron, and I think Love, Love needs to make a statement, and I think Love is going to show the love. The world right now needs Love more than ever, and he's <laughs> he's, he's going to give you – 21 and, and 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 about nine boards, and so I think Kevin Love and the boys are going to have Where enough. is the love? Kevin, where is the love? And we will see Thursday night back in Cleveland, Ohio. Speaking of Cleveland, real quick before we get this segment with baseball, Indians are in first. We got the Cubs and Nats playing each other again in another great series. The Cubs are nine up on the Cardinals. Um, Ray, like, they're saying the All-Star game, the ballot, it's like all Cubs, and I don't know if the ALs are all Royals again. I mean, are the Cubs going to break the Mariners' record of 116? No, I think it's too hard to do that. You yeah. need to really – I mean, that's a lot of luck involved. Remember, that Mariners team didn't even win the World Series. So no, I think ultimately Joe Madden is so hungry to win a World Series that he'll rest people, he'll tinker with the rotation in September. So, I don't yeah, think he's they more win about the big goals. Yeah, I don't think they win one sixteen. But I will say that there's a chance 
that they come, I mean, they break 100, and maybe they're at 105. I don't know, but this is a good team, this Cubs team, and they're young. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, no, you're right. Oh, I got to give you a score. The Cavs, uh, 105-101. Okay. 105-101. So let's talk about our segment. I'm going to let you go first. You're not ready, and we always to do a player or a team that's kind of, you know, something that you're not really ready for on the rise or it's going to change or something big is going to happen or whatever. We make a bold statement. Who are they not ready for, Ray? So when a man goes down, another Uh man has to step up. Uh Uh-oh. And you started to see him a little bit in game three and a little bit more in game four. A young man that we knew from back in the days. A little frustrating to us, underachieving at North Mm. Carolina. Like his other teammate. (laughs) Yeah, a guy we thought could be a top ten talent potentially if he he projected, uh, you know, freshman, sophomore, junior year. James Michael McAdoo, 6'9", 240, is going to step in and play some minutes for Draymond Green, and he's a different type of player than Draymond. He's not as physical. He's not as tough, but he's talented. He's long. He can make some shots on the baseline. Is he gifted? Is he talented and gifted? He never boosted, and he never shoplifted. Ah. But – He's going to do a little something-something tonight, and with some help from Barnes and some help from Igudala and maybe a couple extra minutes from Bogut and Nazili, they're going to make up for Draymond Green's loss, and he's going to be the guy that's going to be etched as one of the guys that took down LeBron James in Game 5 when Draymond wow. wasn't there. James Michael McAdoo with the length, 6'9". Wow, I'm not ready. You're not this ready for James Michael I, what's, McAdoo. What's his, what's his stat line? Give me, give, me some, give me some numbers. If I'm not ready for him, give me some numbers. So I don't think it's going to be blow-your-mind numbers, but okay, he'll so score nine points, Ooh. six rebounds, wow. a couple of blocks, and maybe a steal. But just enough to give LeBron James hesitation to see somebody 6'9", as tall as he is, not yeah, as big, not as yeah. strong, but somebody 6'9 at the rim is still 6'9 is still 6'9. So, James wow. Michael McAdoo, you're not ready. He's not a star, but he's a contributor to a championship team tonight. Crown him. Wow. Well, I have to go to MLB. NBA and hockey, the Stanley Cup, NHL, it could all be over. And so it's it's the boys of summer. Ray and Tay, we're talking baseball has been very very good to us and there's a gentleman from southern california that plays in the colorado rockies and he is a stud three years in the league he's been putting up some numbers he's only 25 and his name is nolan Arenado. this kid Right now is batting 289, 19 homers, 53 RBIs, uh, on-base percentage is 367. He has got, what, two gold gloves, and he's on yeah, his he's way. awesome. On his way to a third gold glove, and if you don't give Clayton Kershaw the MVP and the Rockies can stay up in the standings, Goldsmith's not having the year. There's not any batter on the Dodgers or the Giants. Eh, maybe the Giants have some guys. We'll see. But statistically and just all that's going down, Nolan Arenado could wind up being your National League MVP. And he's got the fire. You saw him yelling at his teammate last week. He's like, listen, I'm tired of losing. And I like that in a guy. I don't. He hates to lose. Lifetime career, 282 in his three seasons. You know, he's already banged out 89 homers, so before the season's over, he'll have 100 homers. And, uh, you know, almost 300 ribbies. He's got 296 ribbies. I like that. So this guy, I'm telling you, 
and his year, defense. You can't year. talk enough about how he's the premier third baseman defensively. Well, he and Manny Machado both. At 6'2", 205, he's, he's not a small cat, and he's got a serious glove and a serious stick. Nice arm. He's a two, legit third baseman and a two-way player. Number 28 on your scorecard, and he's about to be number one in your hearts. And number one in your MVP ballot? I, I think I think this kid's going to be MVP. He's a righty, so you know I love him. It's a hate. He's a righty. Although I bat lefty and throw righty, he bats righty and throws righty. So I'm going to go with you're not ready for Nolan Arenado. And let me tell you something. With Story, who's got like 17 homers, they've got a serious lineup. And – Maybe they make some moves. You know, they're not uh, not going to be in the running. The Giants and Dodgers are going to run away with the West, and Dodgers will probably get that one of the wild cards, them and the Mets. But let me tell you, this is uh, – and, of course, you know, Pittsburgh Pirates are in there too. This kid is for real, so you're not ready for Nolan. We'll uh, see how it plays out, how the season goes. And we'll be talking more baseball. Friday we might have a, a champion to crown – and we could get Star Talk focusing on the draft and uh, free agency because Ray, it's coming. So Rajon Rondo, he's probably going to leave Sacramento. That point guard could be coming to the Sixers or the Knicks or maybe Memphis if they lose Mike Conley. There's some guards, there's some players that are going to be moving. We're going to have a lot of fun, and we are going to talk about it on Ray and Tay. This has been a great show, and it's going to be a great sports week. Hopefully it doesn't end tonight. Yeah, as Let's much as I go, think Kyrie. the Warriors are going to win, I would love to see two more games of basketball. But oh, if definitely. this were to end and the NBA season were to be over tonight, I still think we saw some, some special stuff this year. We saw two of the top five players almost take down the defending champs we saw potentially back-to-back champs and, and the emergence of Steph Curry as a great player and Klay Thompson as a really, really good player, if not bordering on, you know, superstar. Oh, he, he's the best, too. Yeah. Oh, another guy not, not going to the Olympics, James Harden. He's not going to the Olympics either. That team is going to be second tier. Let's see if they can still win a gold medal. It's going to be fascinating to watch who that roster is, right? So. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on it for you. Definitely, definitely. We'll be back Friday. Have a great sports week and enjoy the game tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's go Cavs. Kyrie, let's get it done. You got seven-year-olds watching you. (laughs) Have a great sports week, and we'll see you on Friday. Uh, Like always, talking sports with friends. Where's where's the beat? Where's the beat? Drop the beat. Where's the beat at, Ray? Boom, boom. Now Ray used to beatbox. Like if I if I requested a beat, <laughs> old school old school Ray, don't let him fool you. Okay, he'll throw on a little minute and give you give you a give you give you a give you a beatbox. But anyway, thanks for listening and uh, we're out. Peace.